Triple medal win for Carlo in Creative Communities events. Article by Mairead Breen. The gates of Limerick University were firmly bolted on the June Bank holiday weekend, what should have been the 53rd National Community Games Finals. It was disappointment for the 3,600 children and dismay for 200 volunteers and 7,000 spectators. Not content to let so many children down, the Community Games National Executive resorted to quick thinking and came up with a novel way to challenge the target age group. The wheels were set in motion for the online creative competition series. Launched by Sheila Shoiga on the 18th of May, competition categories included photography, creative and Irish writing, art, model making, music, singing and recitation, and there were various age divisions in each. Aldi, Bus Aaron and Canon provided sponsorship and the response around the country was nothing short of phenomenal. Almost 2,000 entries flooded into the various categories from all around the country, and award winners were announced via Facebook. Each award winner received a specially commissioned commemorative medal for the 2020 events, as well as an online digital certificate which can be printed out and framed. A number of spot prizes were awarded by Aldi and Bus Aaron, and winners in the photography competition were presented with Canon cameras. Carlo was delighted to have three medal winners in the events. Sophie Webb from the Ballon Ratho area was first overall in the under-14 to under-16 art event. Ren Stein's Benekerry Tin Ryland came fourth in the creative writing event, fourth to sixth class, while Kate Webb, also Benekerry Tin Ryland, was fourth in creative writing, secondary school category. As COVID restrictions still remain in place in Ireland and plans for mass gatherings are still a distance away, National Community Games have already made the difficult decision to cancel the August festival event in University of Limerick for 2020. However, there is some good news too. Plans for a similar online active communities event are already underway, with activity-based competitions which will take place in the month of August. Keep an eye on social media channels for all the details, and best of luck. Social distancing dilemma for clubs as boxing and martial arts get ready to go. Article by Michael Tracy. The devil is in the detail as combat returns to training in the weeks ahead. Social distancing is out the window if you're literally cheek to cheek, But local boxing, karate, jiu-jitsu and other martial arts clubs are dealing with COVID-19 in a variety of ways. As it stands, groups can return to indoor sporting activities at the start of Phase 3 from the 29th of June. However, full contact is only permitted from the 20th of July. This roadmap seems clear on the surface. However, clubs are trying to solve the puzzle of reopening safely with searching questions to be answered. Noel Amond runs the Big Stone Ballon, Ballonabrana and Bagnallstown Karate Clubs. He plans to reopen his Bagnallstown Dojo from the 29th of June, practicing techniques and combinations, but there will be little movement and no sparring. He said directions are starting to come from Sport Ireland of what reopening will look like. However, Noel said it was still not known exactly how many people could train indoors. A good scenario would be that they allow each person to have a three-metre square area. That would be brilliant, said Noel. An okay scenario would be only to allow 15 on the mat. 
A bad scenario would be just 10. Noel has begun to reconfigure the layout of his Bagnallstown dojo in preparation for the resumption of classes. He will have to wear a mask, gloves and foot protectors. There will be no bare feet when the dojo reopens. Training sessions will only last for one hour and there is advisory cautioning against very intensive sessions. It's uncertain whether some of the venues Noel uses for classes will reopen. There will also be restrictions with equipment. Focus mitts or strike pads won't be used as the person holding them would be exhaling. Spectators will not be allowed in while contact tracing will be set up. However, children aged under 13 would not be required to wear masks. It's fair to say there is no one-size-fits-all approach for combat sports. Full contact jiu-jitsu is set to resume on the 20th of July after being pushed forward from the 10th of August. Brian Connolly of local jiu-jitsu club Attic BBJ Carlo said, 20th of July is go day for us. The club on Charlotte Street in Carlow Town will have breaks between classes for cleaning. The showers will be shut and members will be distanced in the dressing room. They will have to do a temperature check before entering the gym while there will also be plenty of hand sanitizer. However, it doesn't get more close contact than jiu-jitsu with grappling and wrestling. It's literally cheek to cheek. In the sport we do, hand sanitizer is going to do very little, said Brian. It's all in or nothing. Brian added, People want to get back training, back to normality, and try to get a bit of fitness back and enjoying the sport. Mick Byrne of Raging Bull Boxing Club on Green Lane Carlo said the club was still up in the air about when it will be back. Currently, the club can resume activities in late June, but frustratingly, the Irish Athletic Boxing Association has given no directions on how it should proceed. They are dragging their heels, said Mick. Raging Bull Boxing Club has around 90 members, the vast majority juveniles. Some nights up to 60 might turn up to train, but a return to training poses several headaches. With the space we have, we might be able to bring in 18 to 20. Which 18 or 20 do you bring back? It's going to be an absolute nightmare for us, said Mick. If you're sparring, you're sweating on each other. Maybe there's a splash of blood. Do you train with a mask? Do you stop training every now and then to wash hands? Mick was concerned for the health of members, including himself. He's prone to bad chest infections in the autumn and winter. I am half worried for myself even going back, he said. The clubs we spoke to hadn't been open since mid-March. Noel recalled that his last class was on Thursday the 12th of March when the government announced the closure of schools. He had a class that day and only two children out of 20 attended. It is worth remembering this and how quickly things can change as clubs begin to open their doors. That was the light switch moment, he said. Wednesday it had been full on, Thursday it was dead and it's been like that ever since. Brian had spent four years building up the jiu-jitsu gym to the point where he did not need a second job or nixer to get by. Now he has to start over with an expectation of reduced numbers returning. I have done it once, I will do it again, he said. It's just going to be a bit of longer grind this time to get to where we were. His members have financially supported the gym during lockdown, which has covered overheads. Brian had also run Facebook Live classes in the lockdown. 
The support we got from our guys was second to none. Guys who had even left us and moved on came back to pay fees. They really stepped up to the plate.